Welcome to HG Church Podcast, where we provide clarity in life through Jesus Christ. We are so glad you are joining, and wherever you are listening from, we believe God will provide you clarity through today's message. Hey, HD Church, it's so good to be with you guys once again for HD Church Online, our midweek edition. Hope you guys have been having a great week, man, and I just want to share the word with you tonight as we get ready to go into the weekend and get ready for Sunday. I hope you guys have been getting a lot out of our series on the Holy Spirit. It's been so enriching to just learn more about the the presence of God in our lives. You know, every day we have to rely upon the Holy Spirit to continue to do the work that Jesus started in us. Amen. So let's go ahead and jump right in it tonight. Amen. We're going to be looking at John chapter 14 and we're looking at verse 16. Now, I want you to read along with me as we go. So get all your pads, your pens, your iPads, everything. So you guys can just take down some notes. I encourage you to do that because we give out so much information about the word of God and it's good study material for you and your personal life to get even more out of the word of God. Amen. All right. John chapter 14. Let's look at this. And it says here, and I will ask the father, Jesus speaking, and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper, a comforter, an advocate. I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible, a comforter, an advocate, an intercessor, a counselor, a strengthener, a standby. He describes the Holy Spirit to be with you forever. The truth, the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him. But you know him Because he remains with you and will continually be in you. Amen. Jesus is saying that I will ask the father. I'm getting ready to go to heaven. I've got to go and be with my father. But I'm not going to leave you alone. He said, says, I'm going to send you another comforter and he's going to stay with you. And this is one of the things I want to share with you tonight. That Jesus, that that the Holy Spirit is that comforter. But one thing I want you to notice that he says here, I'm going to send you another comforter, another helper. Right. So if there is he is sending another helper, who was the first one? You ever thought about that? He's sending us another comforter. But here he stops and say, says, I'm sending you another one. I'm sending you someone else. Why? Because Jesus was the first comforter when he lived and and walked upon this earth with the disciples. He was able to minister to their lives. Help them understand the word of God, able to give guidance and direction to their lives and also bring correction. Amen. And conviction to them to help them live right. And every day they needed that presence. And Jesus was able to do that because he was here physically. But, you know, and I know he says here that I'm getting ready to leave, but I still have to do something in you. So I'm going to be with the father but I'm sending you this comforter that's going to take my place in your life. I can't physically be with you anymore. And you need a lot of growing. You need a lot of help. You need a a lot of instruction still. So the way I'm going to accomplish this, because he did tell us in Hebrews, I'll never leave you or forsake you, right? He told us that. So the way he's going to accomplish this is by sending his spirit. His spirit to be with you and I every day. To help us continue to grow in the things of God. And that's what I want to share with you. We have a a Holy Spirit that abides in us, the Bible says. And every day we have to live with Him. Amen. We have to learn how to coexist with Him. We have to learn how to rely upon Him and pull upon the gift that He is to us. Why? So that Jesus can finish the work that He has started in you and I. Right? 
Amen. So that's what I'm going to share with you tonight. He says, I'm going to give you another comforter. I've got to go, but I can't leave you comfortless, he told us in John 14. I can't leave you alone. I'm going to send you the helper that will be with you and that will finish the work that I started in you. Glory to God. In my first point is this. He is our teacher. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. We might, we've been covering the Holy Spirit all month long, so we might go over several things, but you're going to get them in different ways. So that's why I say make sure that you're writing these things down. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus was a teacher. In Matthew chapter 4, look at this, in verse 23. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. What did Jesus do? Well, he was everywhere he went. What did he do? He taught. You got to remember when Jesus came upon this earth, you have people that were under the law. That's how they lived. They knew nothing about grace. They knew nothing about forgiveness of sins. All they knew was the law. If we sin, we got to do this. And so Jesus was coming and bringing a whole new covenant for them. Amen. He was setting the groundwork for the apostles to take and move and teach people how to live by this new covenant we have, the covenant of grace. And here he says that everywhere he went, the word says that he taught. He taught in their synagogues. But what did he teach? He preached the gospel of the kingdom. Amen. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. And now the Holy Spirit does that for us every day. Every day we wake up, we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. Every day we wake up, there's so much in the Word of God that we need somebody to help us understand it. We need somebody to help us dig into it and really see how it applies to our lives today. That is one of the things that really drew me to HD Church as a young person when I came was the way the Word was taught. I, it, it didn't go over my head. It, 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 it didn't... Uh, it, it, it didn't just kind of fly over where you couldn't understand it, but it sounded like something that you could apply to your life. It sounded like something that, that you could understand because of the way it was taught. And now the Holy Spirit does that for us. Every day we wake up, He's there to teach us. Amen. He's there to teach us about this new life, this new covenant. A lot of us came out of the world. And when we come out of the world, we don't know anything about the things of God. We just know about the religion maybe that we came out of. And the things that we used to do there that really didn't produce the spiritual life we really desired. But now we come into this relationship with a father, our father God, and the Holy Spirit that he sends to us is there to help us to understand everything that he's given to us. Amen. This new life, we need the Holy Ghost. In Mark, look at this in Mark chapter 6, verse 34. He goes on to say this, And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion towards them because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. It says that as he came out, he saw people that were lost. They had no direction. It says they were like people without a shepherd. A shepherd is there to lead and to, to guide and to help. And he says they didn't look like they had that. He says, and his heart went out to them. So what does he do? He starts to teach them. He starts to help them by showing them this new way of life. Amen. And every day, let me tell you, that's what the Holy Spirit is available to do in your life. 
When you read the Bible, he's able to sit there with you just like Jesus used to sit with the disciples and and dig into the word of God with them and and give them more uh, clarification about what he was trying to get across to them. Help them understand the, the, the mysteries that are entangled in the word of God that God hides from the world. But he says he wants to make known to us. Amen. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. Sometimes you'll read a scripture and you might get one thing out of it. And then later you could read it again, you know, a month or two down the road and study it out. But next thing you know, God's showing you something totally different because that's how deep the word of God is. And that's how much the Holy Spirit, we, that's how much we have to rely upon him to continue to show us. The Holy Spirit helps us to renew our minds. Amen. He shows us how to forget our past. He shows us how to live in this new covenant, this new covenant of grace. He's there to teach us every step of the way. Why? Because that's what Jesus did with the disciples. He had to bring this whole new way of living to them. Like I said, they were under the law, being brought out of that. And they were drawn to Jesus' teaching. And Jesus had to begin to instill it in them to let them know there's a different way to live. You no longer have to live this way apart from God, but you can come into a much greater relationship. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do with you every day, if you will allow Him to. Amen? Number two is this. The Holy Spirit leads and guides. In John chapter 16, verse 13, look at this. John chapter 16, verse 13 says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He would guide you into all truth. For He will not speak of His own initiative, but He will speak whatever He hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, and He will disclose to you what is to come in the future. The Holy Spirit is here to lead and to guide you and I. He's here to show us things that are going to happen ahead of us and prepare us for it. If you remember Peter, when he denied Christ, Jesus warned him. Jesus took the time and said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. Before the cock crows, you're going to deny me three times. And why would he tell him that? So he would know. So that he would know and not be destroyed by the disappointment. Amen. Because the Bible says that he was distraught after that took place. When the cock crowed that he went and pretty much was giving up on ministry. He says, well, I'm going back to fishing. I, I, I don't know if I can do this. But see, Jesus warned him about that. And I believe that was a big part of him being able to get himself reestablished and re-energized to do what God had called him to do. The Holy Spirit is here to lead us into all truth. We've been fed a lie, right? We've been fed a lie in the world that we don't belong in the church. God doesn't love us. We've done too many bad things in our lives. That what, how, how could God really take us back after all that we've done? And that is a lie that comes from the enemy to try to keep us from pursuing the relationship that God wants to have with us. But it says here that the Holy Spirit will take those lies and bring truth and replace them with the truth. What is the truth? That Jesus loves us, that He died for us upon that cross, that there is no sin that His blood can't cover. There is nothing that we can do that will ever cause us to be separated from the love of God, Romans says. That is the truth, but we've been fed the lie. But the Holy Spirit comes every day to show you and I how to get rid of the lie and live in the truth. Amen. In John chapter 8, verse 12, it says this, Jesus speaking, he says, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. 
See, darkness is the lie. When we're in the darkness, we can't see where we're at. We don't know where we're going. Amen. We bump into things. There's nowhere to tell what's happening in our lives when we're in darkness. And Jesus said that you won't walk in darkness if you follow him. Jesus, he says, I'm the light. And when you bring light in, what does it do? It dispels darkness. And so when Jesus comes, he begins to bring his light. And what does it do? It dispels the lie. It dispels the, the lies that we've been fed and allows us to really see who we are in Christ through the light of the word of God. You know, we will come through these doors. And, and like I said earlier, we, we've never been around church. We've never been in a relationship with God, you know, other than a religious type relationship. And, and we have not been fed the way we are. And then we start coming and then God begins to unveil all the things that, that were in our life that were lies. And the light of the word begins to come in and begins to show you that you are the righteousness of God. Amen. That you are his righteousness, that you are a child of God. I remember when I first started coming, I used to look in the mirror and it was hard for me to call myself that because I, I knew what I had done. I knew where I was coming from and there's no way that I could be a son of God. No way. That's only Jesus. But you see, that's the lie. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us dispel the darkness, dispel the lie and bring the real truth to allow us to know who we really are in Christ to allow us to develop into the people that He's called us to be. See, every day we have to allow the Holy Spirit to finish the work that Jesus started in us. Just how Jesus dwelt and worked in the the lives of the disciples, the Holy Spirit does that work in us today. I say it all the time, you know, I've never seen Jesus in the flesh, but He lives with me. I know Him through His Word. I've gotten to to recognize Him and, and know Him by reading His Bible, but... It's through His presence that I get to feel Him. And that presence comes from the Holy Ghost being with me every day. Amen? And my third point is this. The Holy Spirit convicts but doesn't condemn. He convicts but doesn't condemn. And I really want you to get a a hold of this because sometimes we think conviction is bad, but is it actually good? Conviction is actually good. When you should be concerned is when you're not being convicted. When you're not being convicted, because that means the Holy Spirit ain't talking to you. He's not working with you. He's not helping you. If I can go out and do something wrong and not feel any remorse in my life, that means the Holy Spirit isn't around. And that's a dangerous place to be. But when we're out living our lives and and we do something that grieves the Holy Ghost and grieves God or goes against His Word, there should be a remorse in us, a spiritual remorse that comes and says, I can't do that. That's not me anymore. That's the conviction that the Holy Spirit brings. It's not your conscience. He, He takes control of that old conscience of yours and makes it alive. And He begins to use that to help you grow in the things of God and change. Amen? And we all want to change. In John chapter 16, in verse 7, look at this with me. It says, but here's the truth. It's to your advantage that I go away, Jesus said. For if I don't go away, the divine encourager will not not be released to you. But after I depart, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will expose sin and prove That the world is wrong about God's righteousness and His judgments. Sin because they refuse to believe in who I am. 
in God's righteousness because I am going to join the Father and you'll see me no more. And of judgment because the ruler of the dark world has already been judged. Amen. It says here that the Holy Spirit is going to come and reprove the world of sin. He is going to come to convict. Why? Because God wants people to understand that it's wrong. And when the Holy Spirit deals with us, He will convict us of wrong. But it brings growth. Amen? You should embrace conviction because it brings growth. God doesn't want to let you live that way. It's just like us with our children. When we do our children, uh, see our children do something wrong, we go in and we admonish them, right? We go and take them correction. But we don't do it to be mean. Why? Because we want them to grow up right. Don't we? We want them to grow up right and learn how, how, to, how to live uprightly. And that's what God's conviction does. That's what the Holy Spirit brings is that conviction that helps us to grow up godly and live upright and holy before our God, before our Father. Amen. So that's one thing the Holy Spirit does. He brings conviction that will help you. Amen. So know this. If you don't feel remorse when maybe you say something that isn't what you should say or do something... That may have hurt someone and you don't feel that conviction and that, that spiritual sorrow in your heart. That's alarming. Amen. So embrace the conviction that the Holy Spirit brings because that helps you grow, helps you mature, helps you become who God has purposed for you to be. Amen. Amen. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus said, I'm going to send you another comforter. And the Holy Spirit is that other comforter. Jesus left us here, but He didn't leave us alone. He left the Holy Spirit to be with us every day. Jesus is omnipresent. The Holy Spirit was, is with me, and He's with you every day. So you need to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to work. Obey His voice when He speaks to you. Amen? Because He's trying to lead you, guide you. He's trying to teach you and bring you to a better place in your relationship with God. Amen? Did you receive that tonight? Glory to God. I pray that word has blessed you and and goes with everything else you've been learning all month about the holy spirit amen so we encourage you to allow the holy spirit to continue to work in you every day amen let's go ahead and receive our tithes and offerings today i want to share a scripture with you out of matthew chapter 6 in verse 31 the word of god tells us this therefore do not worry or be anxious saying what are we going to eat or what are we going to drink or what are we going to wear he says, don't be anxious. Don't be worried about the things that the world is looking for. For the Gentiles eagerly seek these things. But do not worry. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of them. It isn't it good that God knows exactly what we need, what we're going through, amen, physically, financially, spiritually. He knows everything about your life. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit living with you. But... He says here, don't worry about those things. I got you covered. I know exactly what you need. He says, but this is what he tells us to do. He says, but first and foremost, seek and aim at and strive after his kingdom. Amen. He says, first of all and foremost, seek my kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing things, his way of being right. The attitude and character of God, seek that and all these things will be added unto you. He tells us that don't seek what the world is seeking. They seek after so many things that are only uh, physical things. 
the things that, are, that only can stay upon this, on this planet. But God says, I already know that you have needs. I already know what you need to be taken care of. And, but just seek me. And he says, you don't have to worry. I'll take care of you. And tonight we encourage you. Put God first in your giving. Amen. If you have a need financially, if there are things that have crept into your life financially, today you have an opportunity to sow a seed that will allow God to act on your behalf. Amen. And take care of that need for you. Amen. So I encourage you to do that tonight. So on the screen is everything you need uh, to give. If you're giving by text or all the other apps that we have, or if you're going to bring your check in, you want to write it out, you can go ahead and do that. And we're going to go ahead and pray over your offering this evening. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for your word. We thank you, Father God, that you have given us this gift of the Holy Spirit. He's our teacher. He's our helper. He's our tutor to show us how to grow up in the things of God. And tonight, Father, we pray over your people as they've obeyed your word tonight in their giving. As they've put your kingdom first, Lord, you said that you'll take care of every need in their lives. And we believe that has already taken place. Whatever needs they have right now in Jesus' name, we count them met. Glory to God. So thank you tonight for every giver. Cause their lives to bless and overflow with the good things that come from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. To find out more about HD Church, like upcoming events, ways to give, and much more, be sure to check out our website at hdchurchdelano.org. Grace and peace be with you all.